Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to my new episode of Tea with Louise. I've got my friend Jennifer with me, and uh, Jennifer, I can never remember how to say your last name. Seek? Seek, S-I-E-C-K. Yeah, I know how to spell it, but I was I was like, suddenly, I was like, do I know how to pronounce it properly? Yeah, anyway. I do <laughs> <laughs> We've been um, friends for a long time on Facebook, and we've chatted a couple of times offline. And uh, we were messaging the other night. We decided to have tea together and and just talk over some of the um, bigger themes that we're seeing kind of going on in the world lately, because we're both very kind of uh, political, politically oriented beasts. And um, and we're both in kind of the world of the spiritual as well, to a degree. So Jennifer, I'd love if you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, you know, what you do, where you kind of come from, what what your work sure. involves. Sure. So I have my master's in counseling from a school called Pacifica Graduate Institute, which is a school that focuses on Jungian psychology, so archetypal psychology, the idea that the soul and um the psyche overlap and kind of inform each other. And so I offer services to people like intuitive counseling, like chakra balancing work, like intuitive tarot card readings and um, classes, things like that to help people get in touch with their intuition. Because I really feel like that's something that we're missing right now in this Mm. very speedy, very um, kind of top-down culture in many ways. We're missing that connection with our own inner sense of what's right and what's true. And you can see that this is why Jennifer and I get along, because this is kind of my, um, I'm not, I don't have a master's in counselling, but um, the astrology that I practice is based on Jungian principles to a, a great degree. And and so I've studied that in depth. And my um, my approach to astrology through my classes and membership or readings, whatever I do, is people really getting in touch with their inner voice and their inner creativity and and really embodying and accepting who they are, not not trying to attain some kind of (laughs) uh, mythical ascension and so on and so forth. (laughs) It's a good way of putting it. Mythical ascension. I like that. (laughs) I'm not a a big fan of the whole ascension language. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of of trying to be the best person we can be. Yeah. Whilst whilst accepting how we who we are deeply inside and um, creating from that inner space. So yeah, <laughs> and descending de- de- into our humanity. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So um, kind of let's let's get this wrapping. I think um, Jennifer and I kind of wanted to really look at uh, the overarching uh, themes of what we see kind of going on it's a big subject so we're not going to cover everything but we did start with a conversation about the trial that's on everybody's lips Uh, if you're listening later to that uh, there's there's just been the debt heard um, trial of a defamation trial we're not going to get into you know um, who's right who's wrong we're not analyzing the people we're looking we want to look at the bigger picture of these things we've also realized that uh, the brangelina um you know divorce 
custody circus thing is also going to be televised. And so is the Marilyn Manson. Um, uh, what was her name again? Sorry, I can't Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Evan Rachel Wood slipped my mind. Um, case is also going to be televised. We're also, you know, recording this on the day that the Senate hearings are going to be televised as well. And right. uh, and so, you know, we've it's kind of more about what's going on in the public space that that we're kind of concerned about really and I see it in the astrology you know I see all these polarities being emphasized by uh, by this public circus and who's funding it and who's paying it and who's benefiting of, of it so yeah Jennifer dive in and um, just kind of let's kind of just see where well, this goes <laughs> it just warms my heart to hear you say that a couple months ago I was trying to get a podcast together with a friend and it didn't it didn't uh, happen, but like this tendency to kind of black and white everything, right? Like the Democrats mm -hmm. are good, the Republicans are bad. Um, it really doesn't allow us to get to the inner strength of any opposite, right? So we're always just yeah. fighting that opposite polarity. And mm -hmm. I think it, it is something that happens in postmodern culture when people are overwhelmed, but I also think it happened as a result to the Trump situation, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody felt so unsafe. And when people are in a survival situation, it's easier to point at the other side and say, the problem is there than to mm -hmm. look inside and figure out like, how is this asking me to change my life? What is this asking of me? This mm -hmm. whole dynamic, how, how can I be a better person? How can we come back to find community with each other? Um, it's easier to just say, well, if the Republicans weren't doing this, if the Democrats weren't doing this or, um, whatever group, and then to mm -hmm. also kind of, um, you know, I loved the, what did you say? You said, I can't remember the term. It was wonderful. It was kind of like grandiosity. It was something about, I, I it was two I words. Remember. You said it just a little <laughs> bit ago. Um, there's a tendency, though, to get grandiose and to create mm. these, um, you know, kind of groups where everybody is so evolved that nothing touches us and we don't have to feel our connection with our humanity, right? Like mm -hmm. the shadow parts of ourselves, which also make us up. Or was it my thing about ascension? I can't even remember the word I used. It was a great term. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, write that one down. <laughs> write I that one to... down. <laughs> I need to go back and listen again to come to it. Right, right. I get it. <laughs> oh, myth mythical, mythical. Mythical it. ascension. It was great. Yeah, because I think yeah. that's what everybody's trying to do. They're trying to escape their humanity. They're trying to uh -huh. suggest that somehow we all are supposed to rise above that situation. And yeah. that isn't where the juice is or where the love is or where the vulnerability is. And it involves spiritual bypassing and, and all kinds Absolutely. of those, those tools that we're doing it. And, you know, this is not trying to point fingers at anybody who's listening. It's just to encourage you to to really uh, listen to your inner voice and to, to start to question what you're being fed, what you're taking yeah. in all the time. And, and question, you know, my Gemini moon, I'm lucky really that I've got a Gemini moon, I think, because it's always questioning, you know, and I'm always analyzing yeah. what, 
what what am I being fed? What information am I being told? Yeah. And, you know, I can change my mind 20 times a day because of it. So, <laughs> and I think that's a, a good, a good thing because I'm kind of, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm open. Well, and it means I, I, I'm, I'm, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, go on. I think it's too, it's harder to do it because we're inside of this fishbowl, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it becomes harder to see, oh, like this really isn't an alternative way of looking at this. This is the way the masses look at it. This is just a bigger group that looks at it this way. Because it seems to me like the Democratic Party back in the day was very much about the individual, right? And that kind of energy is kind of gone now. It's like we're supposed to just align with this group think. And mm-hmm. um, and on the other side, too, the Republican side, too, this group think is kind of dominating all of these different groups. And mm-hmm. really, the individual coming up with their own conclusions through more complex, rigorous thinking doesn't happen in the public arena very often it's not at all it's it's kind of <laughs> a little, a little it's a little bit frightening and and you know very I'm, frightening. <laughs> and and where the money's coming from too you know both sides are, are feeding these things and absolutely um, who's who's funding our elected leaders and who they're act whose voices they're actually listening to and and then who are we listening to? Um, because right. you know, again, I don't want to. Uh, again, this is not an invitation to discuss the the, the jury's decision in the Depp Heard trial. But uh, it's a fact that um, Ben Shapiro, who is a very alt right um, person, was funding thousands into um, some of these. TikTok videos and ads that were running while you were kind of seeing things on social media and and um you know on television as well the ads that were faced that were in the middle of what you were watching we're being we're being we're being manipulated to the Mm -hmm. extreme and I think we're allowing ourselves to be manipulated by it and and you know I'm not saying I I you know, totally immune to manipulation. I think we're all being kind of collectively gaslighted in some ways, either consciously or unconsciously, you know, would you? Well, and I think too, it has a lot to do with money, right? It's very, very Mm -hmm. hard right now to get an alternative candidate to be able to be elected because there's so much money pouring in from um, in in the political parties to um, to support candidates that align with a particular position, and it happens mm-hmm. on both the right and the left, and it mm-hmm. really breaks down the the kind of I mean like Fetterman just won in Pennsylvania yeah. that was super super exciting because mm-hmm. he doesn't play the game of I'm a Democrat or he just says I live in this community and everybody mm-hmm. needs to have a voice in this community and I speak for this community um, yeah. and so it but it's harder and harder for someone outside of the political mainstream to have have a campaign and get elected and mm-hmm. you know do the whole thing um, and I think that's happening in a lot because there's so much money 
behind oh. all of these different things that people just can't get a foothold, you know, yeah. and nobody's yeah. talking about that. <laughs> Nobody. Well, very few people. I've very been calling people. For, I've been calling for publicly funded elections for a long time, Good. but um, but uh, because you know I'm from the UK where we don't have. I mean, I mean, not, I'm not saying there's no problems politically over there as well. The the opposition, the polarities are showing up over there as well. But but at least in the political arena, the actual um, election is like a short cycle. It's like six weeks, and it's like you know, it's not got all these millions of dollars or at mm. least it didn't have I think it I think it's happening more actually now that money's coming in but this is not just about politics as well this is about the gender wars this is everything absolutely you, you know um beyond the the judgment in in that case we're going to see the bit between Manson and um and Evan and we're, then we're going to see it with Brangelina as well the this gender war fighting and it's being manipulated, this big backlash against the Me Too movement. Um, I saw an excellent TikTok video. Um, and if I remember, I'll find it and share it in the show notes um, if anybody wants to watch it. This, this wonderful um, black woman said, you know, she totally believed the verdict. So let's say that. But she was like, so men, why are you not like the Me Too movement? When the women all came out in the Me Too movement, they kind of joined together and supported each other for the most part. <laughs> Whereas the men have just turned it into attack on women instead of coming together mm -hmm. and supporting each other. They've gone, you see, women can be um, abusers too. And so women are all that's evil again. And that's how we've been manipulated in that, um, with this televisation of the whole thing. It doesn't matter who it, who initiated it or everything or mm -hmm. anything. It's how it's been used, I think, in our collective psyche. Well, and it's really a show. I mean, and yes. also just the byproduct of it is that there's all this stuff on YouTube that isn't well documented, that is just little yeah. sound bites of what anybody wants to run with. And it isn't well documented, it isn't well researched, and it isn't true. Like a lot of these um, mm -hmm. body language specialist people, like uh -huh. I saw one the other day, and she used her own definition of what happens when someone is traumatized to talk about every trauma victim and i was oh. like well so you're the person who decides for everyone um uh -huh. what what causes a trauma how someone acts in a traumatic situation i mean that's not scientific that you know you're just pointing back mm -hmm. to yourself so and and we know that in traumatic situations, people respond in a, in a myriad of different ways. There isn't one right way, but we're exactly. being fed this idea that there is somehow, mm -hmm. and that uh, and and refed it again. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> by the I algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think we've kind of ranted quite a lot about the issue about how we're being publicly manipulated and yes. you know by social media the media by everything we read by these videos but tiktok i think sorry 
I know I'm quoting a TikTok video, but somebody it's said okay. that one. <laughs> somebody, somebody sent that one to me as a good one, and it was a good one. But generally, oh, I, I find TikTok quite a horrendous social media, so quite honestly. Yeah, I, I, you know. I... I went on it and then I just went off of it pretty quickly. I couldn't figure yes. out what to do there, what what the point was. Yes. Um, I might make I, another I, go I, round, but I, I only watch. I, I really only watch TikTok if somebody sends me a one that yeah yeah. They say, hey, this somebody somebody I trust, and they, they say this one's really good, and I'll go okay, I'll watch it then, even though it's TikTok. But. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, and then with, with social media, we have to remember we've got all those algorithms and things as well. Mm -hmm. but, you know, oh, but one thing I'd love to switch to really seeing as, you know, the focus of our work and things, you know, we, yeah. um, I'd love to talk about how people can help themselves to um, to really tune into their intuition and not be manipulated by all this external gump and things yeah because because really you know even our vote really doesn't make much difference these days to be quite honest and I'm not a fan of voter suppression but you know the the districts and things have been so manipulated and the money and Very things under, yeah yeah um, yeah. we you know I I, I always vote but <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I kind of vote thinking well it's not going to make much difference <laughs> and it really yeah. doesn't yeah 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 so Sad. so so for to my mind and I've talked about this a lot with my membership community either who I talk to quite a lot the answer to my mind and, and I see it in the astrology is to really get tuned into embodiment and 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 really tuned into your inner voice and then connect at a deeper level in a yep. in a more in a smaller community and then let that community build up and all support yep. each other would you say that's that's kind of absolutely. the answer as an individual <laughs> absolutely i just told a client this yesterday um you know, I think sometimes in the morning we can get really, really overwhelmed because, you know, you go on your phone and there's all this information there and it's just what you attach to from the mm -hmm. dream realm, right? And so it can yeah. have you really amped up early in the morning. I was in the kitchen and I was like kind of messing around trying to figure out what to do. And I was like, just go inside. Just ask yourself, what, mm. what do I need to do for me? And I think it's that Taurus and Uranus energy, right? Break it down to the smallest yes. component parts. Ask yes. the simplest questions and make yeah. sure that you feel embodied, the word you're using, mm. you know, as you're making those decisions for yourself. And yeah. then make sure that you're surrounding yourself by other people we're doing the same thing right yeah. so then you have a barometer for truth that that is more resilient allows for mm. more different ideas but is still grounded right in, yes. in something that feels community oriented something that feels like it's connected to the earth yeah I totally agree and and I've actually switched I don't look at my phone first thing anymore I, I've good. always <laughs> I've always done it but I'm, I'm running the Artist Way class at the moment just for a group of people. And it's quite a large group of people. I was amazed how many people sort of showed up. And for those that don't know what the Artist Way is, it, it's one of the basic tools is what was called morning pages. 
three pages of stream of consciousness, consciousness, long hand um, blurt <laughs> um, on the page um, first thing in the morning before you're really awake and before you look at your phone and before you let all that outside influence come in. That's one of the tools I use. Mm -hmm. My walks are another tool I use, you mm -hmm. know, uh, just really getting into my body and, and noticing the world around and things and, and, mm -hmm. and you know, seeing that the, the whole world isn't horrible, really. Things are, some, there is good in there. And, and of course, there's lots of practices, restorative practices. You probably use some of those. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I use a lot of chakra balancing meditation yeah, practices. Yeah. I do a lot of animal yeah. totem work. I'm really into animal totem work. So just yeah. connecting with different animals that I have relationships with around the house, the squirrels, and I have a bunny and a cat, but also more, you know, animals all over, like connecting my chakras with that, those animal energies mm -hmm. and figuring mm -hmm. out you know, what, what the gifts of those energies are. And then you can kind of experience this subtle shift um, mm. where you get reconnected with the earth and reconnected with nature. And I think it's really important to uh, find practices or, or guides or whatever you want to call it, who, who encourage you to remember the, that we, everything, not just we, are, everything is interconnected. There is no black and white, you know, there is no kind of other than this, you know, there's That's even, right. science, even science is proving this now, right? <laughs> mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. With the mirror so, neurons and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're mm -hmm. connected to the leaf, we're connected to mm -hmm. each other, you know, so mm -hmm. that this. Yeah. You know, I, I'm really uncomfortable with a lot of the, um, and we were talking a little bit, there's a lot of this cult-like kind of energy out there of, you know, get, attaching yourself to a, a cult leader who says you are sovereign beings and, you know, everything you do is up to you. You're completely autonomous, nothing. <laughs> well, it doesn't take into consideration any power dynamics that people have lived mm -hmm. with, you know, I mean poverty and loss, different kinds of things like that. Those are mm -hmm. um, uh, endemic. They're systemic. Yes. They, they, they carry on through generations and they have an energy to them. And yes. when you just say everybody's on the same playing field and every single thing that you do, you're totally responsible for, you're mm -hmm. not looking at any intergenerational dynamics or any ancestral energies, right? Because yeah. there's a yeah. shadow part to those two. And we have a, a responsibility to each other um, to, to help everybody raise up and help everybody yeah. connect and, and feel capable. There's an excellent book um, I've just listened to. You might enjoy it, actually, Jennifer. And I should have mentioned it to you before. And I'd love to, I think I've recommended it on the podcast once. So I'd love to recommend it again. And I actually went on one of these call series and I don't know what called me to it. And this was the only call I listened to. Okay, <laughs> And and this woman, I've, I've started following her now on um, social media. Her name's... Um, What's it? Shelley Tijelski. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. And her book is Sit Down to Rise Up. And she um, started wow. a movement. 
sit down to write the up. name. Yeah. I know. <laughs> she, 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 powerful. She started, she's got such a powerful story as well, herself. She developed a condition and woke up one morning literally blind. Um, but she's restored her sight through treatment, but um, it's a degenerative condition. So she might be blind permanently um, one day. But anyway, she started a um, movement at the start of the pandemic called Pandemic of Love. And her book says how radical self-care can change the world. So I think that's kind of at the nub of what we're talking about here. It's kind of getting in touch with yourself. It's loving yourself, caring for yourself so that you feel your cup's filled. Literally, you're kind of being doing mindfulness practices um, and, and so on and so forth so that you can actually help others then you can you can only truly help others from a truly full cup and that's emotionally spiritually and physically and everything not mm -hmm. uh yeah <laughs> absolutely no i agree and i think too yeah. the things that move us away from that energy are not slowing down enough, not tuning in enough, feeling the pressure from the culture to keep yeah. up, that sort of thing pulls us away yeah. from center. And we have to check back in often, which is that self-care yeah. stuff we're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, I'd encourage people, you know, I can understand the fascination of watching things like the Depp Herd trial. I didn't watch it personally because, I, well, A, I didn't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> and B, I, I saw all these TikTok videos and things and thought, oh dear, people are being kind of like, you know, played here a little bit by uh, the media to a degree. And um, and anyway, I'll, I'll be watching the Senate hearings because I'm a political mix and I want to hear them. But I, I think the balance must be if you watch things like that, do the self-care practices too. So it's not just invading your spirit. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that title, Sit Down to Rise Up, because mm -hmm. it really embodies like, you know, the Taurus and Uranus energy that we're all being asked to connect with, right? Which is yeah. that slow down, connect with everything. And then ascension peace, you're connected to the earth, you know, yes. the ascension peace isn't awful if you're connected to the earth and you realize yes. that you're human, you know, because that's that shadow part and reclaiming it um, yes, exactly. as opposed to devaluing it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that this is the total lesson of Uranus in Taurus for a start and the North Node in Taurus and the mm -hmm. eclipses. Yeah that we're going because the eclipses are always where the nodes are for the non-astrologers amongst you um and the north node in taurus is where we're being pulled to till about may 2023 all the eclipses will be in those signs not that it's not an ongoing thing but it's a real emphasis right now and um, and so that's what we're being asked to focus on so yeah this conversation's been amazing so yeah I think I think Jennifer and I are asking people to sit down and rise up to rise up because I think you know we were both we were just chatting on on messenger and both of us are a little bit upset by kind of 
what we've been seeing happen in the world and understandably and and you know we're limited to what we can as I said to what we can do politically I'm not suggesting mm -hmm. don't don't vote but it starts locally you know maybe start uh, start with yourself then maybe start a circle of mutual aid um her pandemic mm -hmm. of love this book is is um is based on mutual aid and um, mm -hmm. and it's it's oh, a real you know what can you actually do to support others in a real meaningful way when you mm -hmm. are in a good place and when how can you ask for help from others too that's another one absolutely that's a big piece of it <laughs> for sure yeah. is is and that um you know that whole ascension dynamic when we're like you know just um, you know, just sovereign to ourselves, only mm -hmm. responsible for ourselves really misses that part about asking for help and realizing that people do have patterns that they're working through and that they yeah. can learn from each other's stories and they can learn mm -hmm. from each other's experiences. And if they discount all of these things because they're these sovereign beings who have nothing to learn or who are pushing away from the shadow, from anything that's painful or edgy or whatever, yeah. they, they miss that whole deeper, deeper level and capacity for compassion, I think, which really happens in communities that really are kind of cultish, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you've listened at all to the Conspirituality podcast. I have, I have. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't always love everything they do. You know, I right. don't love everything anybody <laughs> does. <laughs> but, uh, but they've done a good job of dismantling some of the cult-like communities because they, yeah, come, um, because they have um, come from that background themselves. The presenters, uh, particularly one, yeah. I can't remember which one it was. He he was in two cults and managed to kind of uh, de cultify him, himself right. for the most part although I think the um the mind control can be so strong that you know he, he admits himself that it still comes back the conditioning at times. yeah so, yeah 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 I think too that that is really going to be our next uh big thing I mean maybe it sounds you know far-reaching but I think it may be our next big thing that we have to tackle as a as a global community is this tendency to you know cordon ourselves off into little groups that are all the same in some way yeah, yeah. You know? oh, and to expect somebody else to fix it for you that's another absolutely oh yes. my goodness giving your power away and saying oh you know. yes <laughs> and to disavow anything that's dark or uncomfortable you know, because yes. our strength is yes. in moving through that darkness and finding the light, not through, you know, disavowing the darkness. <laughs> Anybody and, who's and, done and, any inner work knows that that's not the way it works. And, <laughs> no. and, and nobody can do that for you. Some people Absolutely. can some people can support you through it that's for sure you can get community that can support you through it and that's where the asking for help comes but but you know if I think I think I'd be wary of anybody who says you know well you know I have the, all the answers that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely. and I can give you I give you all the answers <laughs> right 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 yeah. for sure for yeah. sure yeah definitely definitely oh. 
So is there any anywhere else we'd like to go with this, Jennifer? We we kind of decided covered to just a lot. <laughs> we have covered an awful lot. <laughs> and I know to my regular listeners, I know this we've talked about the astrology a little, but you know, I think I'm gonna have more conversations like this um on my podcast because um, I it's just that as they're going to come up, I think, um, with the right people to talk about it and um, to dismantle some of this stuff that we're being fed in our community and that it's, well, not just in our community, in all our communities, um, that we're not involved in the world and that, you know, what were, one thing that worries me with, um, to, to be completely transparent, Jennifer and I were both Bernie Sanders supporters. I was a... Um, <laughs> A national delegate for him in 2016 and I, I went to Philly <laughs> yeah yeah we were both in Philly <laughs> you went to Philly too that's awesome yes yes I was there in the, as a national delegate so yeah that's awesome um, and um what um, kind of it kind of distresses me as a lot of people I was connected with from that time have kind of gone to this more um libertarian every man for themselves route and and it's quite depressing because um the central message was that we're all in this together and and now they're going well you know voting's no use so i won't vote anymore or <laughs> you know or, or they're they're voting for every man for themselves pull the pull yourselves up by the bootstraps kind of energy and and there's been a move to that generally, and it's it's really kind of upsetting to me, to be quite honest. I think there's that, and I also think there's the tendency to just not look at anything very deeply, just look at it on the surface and say, oh, you know, we have this policy, or we got Biden through, um, and so we're just happy with everything he does, and there's no critiquing. I think it's a larger problem in the culture that there's no ability to hold the space for critique. It seems mm-hmm. like that was what was so important back when I was in school was that you could critique something and you could figure out like, mm-hmm. does this hold water? Where does it, where doesn't it? Where is mm-hmm. the better argument? And still um, be loving and be supportive and be kind and have yeah. good ideas, you know? Uh, yeah. have well wishes but now there's almost something where if you're critiquing something people just want to stay right on the surface you know and just be happy with exactly what's there and it almost feels like we're just stuck in a loop or something we're not oh. digging into something deeper or more rich or you know and then you can't really transmute any energy you can't really change anything if you just stay yeah. right there on the surface do you know Oh yeah, it's true. And that's part of the this this is good, this is bad thing again. It like, absolutely is. It absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I won't see what is good or bad. Maybe I'll just stay on the surface and just not really contribute my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't remember how many times people tried to shut me down for any little critique of, of Biden or you know. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever because well, Trump's I mean, so bad you know <laughs> right exactly and the only way that things get stronger is if people you know are like oh well you're critiquing that well there are some issues there but we have to look at where we came from and you have to yeah. dig deep exactly. to get into that stuff to yeah. change and grow 
Otherwise, you it's don't. Kinda, it's kind of not about the individuals. It's about the whole, where, how we got to it, the systems and everything. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I know too that I remember when we were talking before that we were using the term gaslighting, and I don't think mm-hmm. that's something that we've brought up. No, but I think I that's know. happening on both sides, right? Oh, I think it's the byproduct of being in pain. I think as a collective culture, we've experienced a lot of pain that we're not slowing down mm-hmm. and recognizing. We're just kind of bulldozing through right like Trump's gone now everything's going to be fine right even though <laughs> oh damn know, everything's not fine things, right? oh my <laughs> god oh my god, inflation. Oh my god. <laughs> right. right so yeah and, and, so I think and this rush to get back to normal whatever normal yes is, then, whatever that yes. is right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one anyway what is that even I don't even know isn't that something we collectively despise I don't know (laughs) and what's normal for me might not be normal for somebody else exactly that's true too yeah absolutely absolutely I have to tell you something I actually really not obviously not not the death and and the pain people were going through but um the silence the quiet and the clean skies in the early days of the pandemic I was like hmm, I kind of like this <laughs> absolutely for sure and the animals started getting more yes. you know more amplified I noticed yes. you know? <laughs> they liked it so, a lot so so it's good to reflect on all of it you know not just on yeah yeah anyway anything else we want to cover I think hmm, uh, I don't know anything you want to cover. Great. No, yeah. I think I've. I think it's been a really helpful conversation, and if we go on too long, people drop off anyway. So, Fine. how can people? Yeah. How can how can people find you, Jennifer? Oh, sure. You can find me at Inner Voice Intuitive on um, on uh, YouTube. You can find me on my website at Inner Voice Intuitive, and you can find me on Facebook at Inner Voice Intuitive. Cool. Um, and I'm I'm going to post places. the link. I will, awesome. I will post the links in the show notes, but not everybody looks that far down. So it's good to yeah. say where as well. And as Absolutely. usual, I'm, Cos- I'm Cosmic Owl Astrology everywhere. YouTube is, well, yeah, most places. YouTube, Instagram and Facebook mainly. And if you would subscribe to my channel while you're here or leave me a review on iTunes, that would be very helpful. And I'll share this recording, of course, with Jennifer so she can uh, share it if she chooses to, too. And I hope you've enjoyed the conversation, you know, and um, I actually hope everybody will go and read that book, Sit Down to Rise Up, because... um, I'm definitely going to look it up. (laughs) Because it's it's very inspiring. Um, And a group of um, friends and I here in Utah are going to start a local group um, of the pandemic in love, of pandemic of of love I think too that's awesome to try and have a buzzers so maybe other people will do it in their states too so well thank you Jennifer thank you for coming absolutely thank you in space I'd like to introduce you to my sponsor for today's episode of um 
Tea with Louise or the Cosmic, uh, Weirdly Cosmic podcast. Um, and it's actually kind of a weird sponsor for me because um, I was approached by this company called Fume and they create this tool to, to aid quitting smoking. And you might go, surely you don't smoke, Louise. Well, I don't, but I used to. <laughs> I quit smoking in 2005 after many attempts and, um, and going back to it and stopping again and, and going back to it. And the hardest thing, the biggest struggle for me was the habit of smoking. Well, I wish we'd had fume back then. Fume is this little tool that kind of gets you over the mouth habit and the inhalation habit. So you've got to check out Fume. So what makes it unique? Fume is a natural inhaler designed for a better, safer and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's no smoke, no vape, no nicotine replacement, but it's for the hand to mouth habit of smoking. So to help you replace the habit, Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers, if you're on video, you can see this, and uses cores infused with plant oils studied to curb cravings. They have flavours like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to, stimul to simulate menthol cigarettes and other flavours like cosy chai, lemonberry bliss for a sweeper, sweeter experience. And all of their flavors are 100% natural, so there's no harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. So there's thousands of reviews for, for Fume, and quitting is tough, but Fume can really help. Um, they've got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who have tried everything else, and this worked. So um, I personally clearly couldn't try it to get to stop smoking. So I um, gave this or lent this to a friend and I have cleaned it after them. And they are, being, are blown away by how much it is helping with the cravings. So they've actually gone and ordered theirs. So um, whether you're a smoker or an ex-smoker who still struggles with the cravings, um, I, it's been a long time for me, so I don't anymore. Fume is the perfect tool for you. So head to breathefume.com. That's B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com forward slash code cosmic. Use my promo code cosmic to save 10% off your entire order. So that's 10% off your entire order when you head to breathefume.com and I'll put it in the show notes and use code COSMIC. So quit naturally with fume and use COSMIC to save 10% at breathefume.com forward slash COSMIC and um, enjoy the freedom of not smoking anymore. <laughs>